Boom. Okay, we are live. Hello. Hold on. Let me get Instagram going. My Instagram fam, let's get you popping here in the room. Is it happening? It looks like it's happening. Come on. All right. Boom. Okay, Instagram is live. Yay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Hello, everybody. Hello, YouTube. Hello, Facebook. Hello, Instagram. Hello, my peeps watching afterward on the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Goddess Temple Sunday. Here we are for another week of thriving. Hello, everybody. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Come into the room. Come into the room. Come into our sacred room. If we are just meeting for the first time, hello and deep bow to you. I am Abiola Abrams, founder of womanifesting.com and the upcoming Secrets of the Ancestors Oracle and From Imagination to Reality, a book that is coming out in May. But Secrets of the Ancestors Oracle, we're maybe only about a month away, maybe or kind of sort of something like that. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about secrets of our ancestors, all of us in the collective, our joint ancestors, secrets that they knew that we are needing to know. Hello, Goddess Priscilla. Hello, Goddess Cherise. Hello, Goddess Liz. Hello, Goddess Samaria. Hello, Goddess Samantha. Hello, Goddess Jennifer. Come on into the room. I'm going to have to, it's going to be a little bit odd because I'm streaming on StreamYard streaming on StreamYard, <laughs> which is allowing me to be able to stream simultaneously on Instagram. I usually stream separately through my phone, but it's not allowing me to see the comments. So I'm going to have to open my Instagram so that I can see Instagram our Instagram fam here and be able to comment with them here. So give me a sec. Let's see. Oh man, did I accidentally log out? <laughs> ah! All right, so I've logged out. Oh my goodness. Am I becoming my mommy here, my beautiful mom? Hi, mom. <laughs> All right, I logged out. I don't know. Instagram, I may not be able to see your comments right now. Um, it's trying to log me in. Let me just. We're going to rock with it, lean with it right here with all of us who are here in the room. Instagram, you are my heart. <laughs> I can't see your comments, but I love you. All right. <laughs> Hit the share button, my beautiful people. Put some positivity on your timeline. This is Goddess Temple Sunday, our weekly blast of inspiration, motivation, and transformation to set your week off right. Give me a thumbs up, a share, a like, a subscribe, um, a screenshot, a share the stories, whatever will let your algorithm know that this is the place for you to be here with me on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So glad, oh yay, thank you Goddess Carolyn. She's saying hello to my beautiful daughter. Hello Goddess Ruby. Goddess Carolyn is saying good morning and I'm giving you a big hug. I love you, love you, love you like cooked food, my baby. Oh my goodness, my beautiful child does the most amazing artwork. She's smart, she's funny, she's caring, she's creative, and mommy loves you. Love you. <laughs> All right. So yes. So today we are talking about the secrets of the ancestors. So we're not talking about 
the secrets of the ancestors as in my upcoming deck, which when you get this deck, just a quick little moment about the deck. When you get the deck, which is available right now for pre-sale on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Hay House, wherever you buy decks, I want you to play close attention to the guidebook because ancestor work is very important to me. And with this guidebook, I put a lot in there for you to be able to have to hold things that you need to know, okay? So pay close attention to the guidebook. But today we're talking about seven things that apply to your life today, right now, this minute, ancestral knowledge and wisdom that we've gone by, let gone by, go by the wayside. Some of it are things we know, some of it are things that we don't know, but things that we need to learn and unlearn about just life, life in general, and how to proceed. You're welcome, Goddess Terry. Hello, Blessed Barbie. I love that name, Blessed Barbie. Hello, Goddess Norma, Goddess Mommy. Good morning. Hello, Empress Virgo. All right, so yes, so we're talking about secrets of the ancestors. So each of us is made of millions of ancestors who made up who we wanted to be. And they all exist at different levels of consciousness. So oftentimes when I talk about doing ancestral work, depending on the audience, someone will inevitably say, hey, Abiola, um, check this out. My ancestors suck. They were horrible people. Um, I don't want to work with them. So how do we proceed? So all of us as human beings have victors and villains within our bloodline. We are human. We are human, human beings. And not only that, there are thankfully all kinds of ancestors. So you may know of ancestors who were terrible people, but that is not the totality of your ancestral line. And that is not the totality of you. So how amazing is that? You are magnificent and miraculous and beautiful and perfect within your imperfections. That is how life has created us to be. Type into the comments, I am miraculous. You are a walking, breathing miracle a walking, breathing miracle. And so just like sometimes we have our living ancestors, some of them are awesome people we want to engage with, some of them not so much. The same with our ancestors who have crossed over and who are on the other side. So I remember a few years ago, Colette Baron-Reed, she said to me, she told me that she kept having this vision of me walking with an ancestor who, a grandmotherly ancestor, who was um, hefty in size and also um, speaking a different language. At first I was thinking, okay, maybe she's reading someone else and reading my energy into some someone else because um, my recent ancestors that I know of, uh, my grandmothers, um, because she said grandmotherly energy, my grandmothers were not hefty women. Um, none of them were. And they were also um, in Guyana, which is the only English speaking country in South America. So they were speaking English because um, that's who colonized um, Guyana at the time that they were there um, and enslaved them. But that's a different conversation. And so then I remembered that, no, wait, she is seeing, so she's seeing further back. So it's grandmotherly energy. Like, think about that. Think about that, that there are hundreds of grandmothers. Ah, oh, think about the power of one good grandma. 
one good grandma. My grandmother, my, my, my mom came over yesterday and hung out with Ruby and they had a great time. And Ruby was so happy. She was like, grandma's here. She jumped up and down and she was so excited. Think about the love of one good grandma who loves you, who supports you, who accepts you, who is there for you and who is positive, a positive force. Now, imagine yourself, like, let's just close our eyes right now and just imagine ourselves in the arms and the loving embrace of hundreds, thousands of grandmothers, thousands of grandmothers and grandfathers who are loving, who are kind, who are positive, who are powerful and want the very best of us. <sighs> that is the power of your ancestral energy. So yes, there are a-holes in our bloodline. There are horrendous, horrible people in all of our bloodlines, in all of our family lines. Um, but the overwhelming energy of love, love is the energy of the divine and it cuts through everything, everything. And I think I shared this in the past. We're going to get into some gratitude in a second, but I shared this in the past, you know, that, um, like all of you, um, and maybe I have some recent ancestors that were not so not such great people. One of those was a paternal ancestor, my paternal great grandfather, my paternal grandfather, who I never knew, um, was not a good person, to say the least, from anyone's account of him. Lovingly, I say, God rest the dead, as we say in Guyana. Um, but in knowing his energy now, when he has crossed over, like getting to know his energy now, it's a different energy. It's a different vibration. We complete earth school and then we continue to learn, to grow, to evolve as we are evolving into consciousness and perhaps come back and go again and come back and go again and all of that. Like what an amazing dance. And so recently in the past year when I needed something, um, something to go through, to push through that wasn't going through the way that I needed to. And I didn't want to use my human energy to push. I needed um, the energy of the cosmos to push with me in a way that was maybe a little bit more aggressive than my natural style. I called on this man <laughs> who I knew had an abrasive, um, abrasive energy about him that in life was abusive, but in a heavier abrasive energy to push some things through. And I was like, okay, grandpa, come on, let's do this. Let's make this happen. I am needing your brashness. I'm needing your energy to make this happen. And don't y'all know, it just happened, 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 happened. So your ancestors are there and they are waiting for you, not like Santa Claus or something to deliver exactly what you are wanting, but they have lessons to teach you, things to teach you. And by us not making, our, making ourselves open to that knowledge, we are cutting ourselves off because the whole of existence is here for you to be an ancestral guide. The whole of existence is here for you to be an ancestral an ancestral guide to you. And so I actually often love to say family line rather than bloodline because you have a lot of ancestors who are not your blood ancestors. There was paternal uncertainty. There were communities that raised people, right? We are aware of that. Um, we have our animal spirit ancestors and our plant spirit ancestors. How amazing for us 
How amazing for us. Oh my goodness. Let's get into some gratitude. And then I'm going to be sharing with you seven secrets that your ancestors need you to know right now about what you need to learn and unlearn because you are perfect. Type into the comments, I am perfect. You are perfect in your imperfections. Type in the comments, I am perfect in my imperfections. Don't worry about spelling. I am perfect in my imperfections. You are radiant. Type into the comments, I am radiant. And you are the best expression of them walking at this moment. That's what it means when folks say, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. Type that into the comments. Let's meditate on that for a second. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. So that community that raised your great, 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 great grandma, whoever, great, 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 great grandpa or uncle or cousin or aunt, whoever, through whatever they were going through and growing through, that community that rallied around them and had their back and sat together and told stories together because there was no Hulu and Netflix and sat and communally put pooled their resources to make magic happen. That community in their wildest dreams of what they sat around and thought about. If they one day said, oh my goodness, can you imagine what would life maybe be like for your great, 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 great granddaughter? They couldn't even imagine the magic, the beauty, the perfection that is you. They could only hope for it and wish for it and dream for it. And how amazing, how beautiful, how wondrous, how wondrous. And because the quantum physicists, as they are learning that things are all happening all together, we are not only our ancestors' wildest dreams, but because of concurrent timelines, we are also our ancestors. So some of us, yes, there is that energy of them back there, but there's also that energy of them right here in your veins, <laughs> right in your veins. Like, where are your ancestors? Where do I find my ancestors? Right here in your veins. That is where they are. That's where they are. You are great, great, great whoever who was sitting around the fire pontificating. You are that ancestor come back saying, ah, how great, how wonderful. I remember when my dad said uh, to Ruby, like maybe about uh, like a year ago, she's she's two, she just turned two. So, so when she was um, a little bit younger baby, he said to her, he said, ah, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back and allowing us to give you a great life. Oh my goodness. Oh, I could cry. That makes me want to cry. Like how beautiful for each and every one of us. Welcome back. Type into the comments, welcome back. So if somebody else here in the chat needs to see it, can see it. Welcome back. How wonderful that you came back for a time such as this. For a time such as this. Oh, how beautiful. Welcome back. Let's get into some gratitude and then let's talk about some secrets of our ancestors. Yes. Welcome back. Look at us. Welcome back. Here we are. Welcome back. Welcome back, Goddess Tammy and Goddess Trishelle, Goddess Michelle, Goddess Terry and Goddess Jennifer and Goddess Priscilla and Goddess Samantha and Goddess Ade. Welcome back. Look at us. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yay. <laughs> All right. So just come present into your beautiful body that has been spinning through time and space and cosmos and is now, boom, right here 
in this place. Welcome back. Just come present into your beautiful body. Come present into this moment. Right now is where all of your power, your magic, your mojo is. It's boom right now. So let's just come present in your beautiful body and just breathe. Nice big inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. And as we are present in our beautiful bodies in this beautiful time and space, welcome back. <laughs> as we are here present, I want you to feel into the energy globally of our magnificent circle. As we stretch this goddess circle around the globe, feel into the energy of everyone who is in this circle and everyone who will ever be in this circle, everyone who ever was in this circle. And just beam out the energy of love. I want you to give love if you have it to give, which you do. I want you to receive love if you have it, if you need to receive it, which you do. Give love if you have it to give, which you do. And receive some love into your heart, which if you are needing some, which you most certainly are. And let's just lean into the left of us and connect with the beautiful goddesses who are to the left of us in our sacred circle. If you're out here in Long Island, what's up, my Long Island fam? I'm going to look out the window and see you. What's up? Maybe they are to the circle to the right of us. Ooh, okay. Are you over there in Greece? Okay. Hello, Greece. Hello, Greece. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you. Ooh, and just bring it all together, together, together like this is nice. And we begin with Mother, Father, God. Thank you so very much for waking us up today. Thank you so very much for giving us this sacred gift of life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so very much for reminding us that if you have opened our eyes today, if you're within, if we are here within the sound of my voice, the beat of my heart, that our mission in Earth School is not yet complete. Thank you so very much for connecting us with each other around this big and vast and beautiful spinning blue globe. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know that we are not alone, not alone and helping us to manifest this very moment, to create, to birth this very, very moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much for giving us the riches, the abundance, the prosperity, the wealth that it takes to have these fancy devices and be able to connect at this time in this way through time and space. Oh my goodness, how amazing, how miraculous, how wondrous, how wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Please, please continue to guide us. Please continue to keep us. Please continue to hold us. Please continue to feel free to grab us by the coattails, to nudge us at any moment and remind us where you would have us go, what you would have us do, what you would have us say and to whom. For all of this and so very much more, we are so very grateful. And in your name, we say, Amen. Ashe. And so it is. 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 Amen. Ashe. Amen. 
And so it is. Okay, yes. We are talking about the secrets of our ancestors, what our ancestors are wanting and needing us to know right at this moment. Amen. Ashe. And so it is. Okay. So the seven things that our ancestors need for us to know right now. Number one is the power of intuition, the secret of our intuition. Our ancestors, by and large, for the most part, trusted their intuition and their guidance, trusted their inner voice and their inner wisdom, okay? And so this for us is really important. One of the things that we need to unlearn in our world is our skepticism toward our goddess-given, God-given intuition, that inner voice that will guide you, that inner voice that will say, mm, not that one, this one. Mm, I don't know. Something's a little off about that situation. Don't go there. Eh, no, eh. maybe don't, 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 don't talk to that person. Uh, something's a little bit funny in there. Yeah. Mm, no. Our intuition, the power of our intuition. Our intuition is the greatest gift that we have. It allows us to call forth and connect with our energy of spirit. It allows us to use our own God consciousness. It allows us to rise up into the most powerful part of our being. It allows us to be able to also manifest and create our lives around us. Your intuition is no small thing. And human beings are the only animal, that's what we are, <laughs> the only animal that is steered away from using our instincts, our instincts and intuition, there, there are a little bit differences between instincts and intuition, but they are in partnership. The only animal that is steers away from using our instinct. And so I want you to trust your guidance. I want you to trust that when you are in a situation, if you are interviewing for a job or interviewing someone for a position in your company and something feels a little bit off, trust it. I want you to trust that if you feel like something is up with your partner, your spouse, your friend, your whoever, trust it. I want you to trust if you have a plate of food in front of you and it feels like you're not eating food that loves you back and it's out of concert with your body consciousness and what your body most needs, trust it. Trust your intuition. Trust your inner voice. Trust your inner wisdom. Trust your guidance. That is the number one secret from our ancestors. Number one secret from our ancestors. Trust your intuition. The secret of intuition. Ah. Oh. Blessed Barbie says, this is so true. It has saved my life. Me too. Me too. And the times where I didn't trust my intuition, like all of us, I said, oh my gosh, I knew. I knew that. I knew that. I remember years ago, a long, long time ago, this older gentleman, <laughs> old man, <laughs> said to me, he was like, very rarely does something happen. He said, he said, very rarely does something happen that you don't see coming. And I was like, that is so true. That is so true. But we brush it off. We brush it off. Trust your intuition. Well said, Goddess Terry. Unlearn skepticism. 
unlearn skepticism. Yes, let's affirm, Goddess Sarah. Let's type it in the comments. I trust my intuition. I trust my intuition. I trust my intuition. One of the things that you can do to strengthen your intuition with Secrets of the Ancestors Oracle or any deck at all, even regular playing cards, is have it in front of you Okay, tap into your inner voice, your inner wisdom, your inner guide, and make a prediction of what is to come, and then pull the card. And it will be first off at first if you're out of alignment, but it will you'll get better at it, and it will help you to strengthen your inner voice and your trust of your inner guidance. Number two, a secret of our ancestors is the language of symbols. Nature, the divine speaks to us in symbols. So I want you to be aware of the symbols around you because they could be trying to tell you something. So we know angel numbers. I've been waking up at 3.33. Um, my baby's been waking up at 5.55 and waking me up at 5.55. Trust the inner language of symbols, symbols around you, okay? When you see your own birthday, for example, pop up or you know the birthday of your parent pop up, that's a good opportunity to, to reinforce a wish or give an affirmation or something like that. You know, trust the language of symbols. If there are symbols that you that you associate with your loved ones, um, see when those symbols pop up, you know, their favorite bird or whatever it is. See when those symbols pop up. Trust the language of symbols. When a song comes on on the radio, you are, I know, there's no radio, but when somebody's driving by and there's like a song that you hear out of the blue, what is it telling you? What is it telling you? Trust the language of symbols. Symbols are all around us. and Nature's trying to get your attention. Your ancestors are trying to get your attention. They are talking to you. What are they saying to you? What are they saying to you? Trust the language of symbols. Goddess Mia says, they ease my anxiety. Goddess Mia says, symbols are my favorite. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Blessed Barbie says, yes, I see my birthday pop up so often. Yes, look at the license plates around you. What are they, what are they needing you to know? What is the guidance needing to you to know? What are they telling you about your life, your money, your love, your business, your whatever? Trust the language of symbols. Our ancestors, you know, they trusted symbols and spoke in the language of, you know, metaphor and symbols. So let's bring that back. Like somebody said, Goddess Terry, unlearned skepticism, okay? Number three. This is very important. It's called the mirror principle. The mirror principle, it shows up as, um, in the universal laws as the law of correspondence. It is the as within, so without. As within, so without. Type it in the comments. As within, so without. What you have going on within is going to be reflected in your exterior world. As within, so without. So if you are, for example, wanting a job that has, you know, qualities A, B, and C, and D, or a boss that has that, or an employee that has those things, a manager to run your company that has those things, or a partner, a spouse, you know, the love of your life that has qualities A, B, C, and D. Are you, do you have those qualities within you? Are you, you go first. Are you those things that you are seeking? 
Do you have those qualities? Are you trustworthy and loving and kind and generous and the things that you are wanting to see in your life? As within, so without. The mirror principle, know that what is going on is mirroring what you have going on internally. What do you think about you? We spend so much time thinking about what do they think about me? What are they going to think about me? Oh, they don't like me. Oh, they said this about me. Oh, they feel that about me. Well, let me ask you, what do you think of you? What do you think of you? I remember this um, this teacher once she was talking, she wasn't talking to me in this instance, she was talking to somebody else, but they were talking about somebody and they were like, yeah, well, she thinks she's cute. And the teacher said, no. You think she's cute and you think you're ugly. That's the issue. So it's not about what they are thinking of you. It's what do you think of you? What do you think of you? So what do you think of you? Do you love yourself? Do you feel and love your own beauty? Do you feel and love your own wonder and splendor and brilliance? Do you feel and love your own ideas and capacity for change and reinvention? Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in your dreams? You're worried about whether they believe in you. They don't believe in me. Who cares? Do you believe in you? Do you believe that it is possible, that you are capable, that you can shine no matter what, that you can bring your vision, your dreams into fruition? What do you think of you? As within, so without. Oh my goodness. That needs to be, that's a whole video. That's a whole thing by itself. That's next week's session. As within, so without. So important. As within, so without. As within, so without. Goddess Sarah says, I call on my courage. I go first. Yes, you go first. Try to convince people to believe in your vision and believe in you who don't believe in themselves. Come on now. Come on now. Moving on. Number four. Number four, secret of the ancestors. Resilience through adversity resilience through adversity. Now, this is a tricky one because this shows up, has shown up for a whole couple of generations of us as being strong, being strong, which is a toxic energy in and of itself if you allow it to be. Because the way that that strength has been communicated to us is without vulnerability which leaves us sorely lacking and wanting and leaves us hungry for our very selves. Strength is not the idea of be kicked down 10 times and can get up an 11th time. No, 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 no. Strength is allowing ourselves to be our vulnerable human selves. Strength is allowing ourselves to feel our feelings. Type into the comments, I feel my feelings. And so what resilience means what resilience means is that as the lessons show up for you in earth school, that you, in all of your beautiful, infinite wisdom, using your power of intuition, your power of healing, your power of symbolism, all of those things, allow yourself to heal, allow yourself to grieve, and then allow yourself to move forward when it is right and healthy and good for you. That is resilience through adversity. That is resilience through adversity. And sometimes it may mean giving yourself a little kick in the pants and saying, okay, all right, it's time for me now to get back out there, wherever out there is, out there in the job market, out there in the love market, out there in the health market, whatever it is, it's time for me to do this. Come on, let's do this. That is resilience 
through adversity. You don't want to sway too far on either side. One side being, I'm so strong, you know, nobody can hurt me. I'm impervious to pain. And the other side being like, okay, I'm just, I just so much just don't want to get hurt that I'm not going to risk anything. I'm not going to try anything. I'm going to stay safe in my box. I'm going to stay in my comfort zone. No. Resilience through adversity is allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to be open, to be your beautiful empathic self, to be loving and kind, to have loving boundaries, boundaries, type in the comments, boundaries, loving boundaries for yourself and knowing that you are doing the very best that you can. Type into the comments, I'm doing the very best best that I can. You are doing the very best that you can. This past week, we started my Manifest Your Magic Moon Circles and group coaching. Oh my goodness, the most beautiful, amazing, wonderful women. I'm so excited to get to spend 12 months working with these beautiful, brilliant human beings on realizing their brilliance. You are amazing. We are amazing. Oh my goodness. Number five. (laughs) Number five, abundance, 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 and adding value. Now, most people come from, no matter, maybe it was further back for some of us than others, but come from people who worked the land, who were farmers. My grandparents were farmers. All four of them um, were farmers. Now, One thing that farming is going to teach you is love of the harvest, love of abundance, recognition of abundance. Now, oftentimes when we think back to our great, great, great grandmothers or grandmothers or whomever, we romanticize the idea that abundance initially was a barter system. That's where money comes from. That's where currency comes from. Someone was like, I know how to fix shoes. And someone else was like, oh, okay, I can bake cakes. Let me trade you some shoes for some cakes. Okay, now we have a barter system going. That was the initial impetus of money. And then someone changed it into, you know, cowrie shells in some societies or coins in another society. That was the beginning of abundance. But what the thread is, is that it was about adding value, adding value. And so if we can make that shift that we are already valuable, that you are valuable, that you are a value and an asset to your community. Look at you, just by you typing whatever you're typing in the comments here, you're an asset to your community. You are enhancing our circle. You are inherently worthy. You bring something to the party. You already are a value added, magical, mystical, wonderful, abundant stream, energy, consciousness. And so the energetic exchange, which is what abundance is, if we make that shift rather than the modern idea of, um, you know, billionaires who hoard, you know, people hoarding money or, you know, me sitting here and eating while my neighbor is hungry, which is crazy, which never would have happened in previous times in any society on the globe. You eating while your neighbor is hungry is out of alignment. Realizing that we are abundance. Type into the comments, I am abundance. We are prosperity. I am prosperity. Type that into the comments. We are wealth. I am wealth. 
I am wealth. And so if you realize that, that dissolves ideas of competition, I got to get mine or you get yours or whatever it is. It eliminates ideas of fear of, you know, seeing other people thrive and lets us instead celebrate others. It eliminates your own ideas of lack and okay, well, maybe if I can just work harder and harder and harder and remind you that you are already inherently worthy and that you are magnetizing toward you all that you need as within, so without. And so if you are seeing, the first thing is to see yourself as wealthy, to see yourself as wealthy, to magnetize towards you what you need. Because wealth is having abundance. Wealth is having the overflow. And so that could mean as very simply as my maternal grandfather used to come home from the farm and he had excess mangoes and he would give them out to everybody in the village as he was coming along and they were so excited to see him. Now, somebody else might see that and be like, well, that was mangoes, that wasn't money. That's what I'm talking to you about. It's all money. That was wealth. That was prosperity. So even though he lived with his seven, eight children in a one room home, he was wealthy. That is wealth. That is prosperity. He had an overflow of mangoes to share with his community and to take care and make sure that his neighbor would never be hungry while he was, while he was eating. That is not wealth, that is not prosperity, to be hungry, to be eating while somebody else is hungry and know about it and not care. That is not wealth. Wealth and prosperity is embracing and encouraging the overflow, not for your own glorification, because, but then you have it to share with your community because you are wealth, because you are prosperous, you are rich, you are abundant allow it now to be in, allow it to translate itself into what that looks like in our society in this moment in time. Got it? You are wealth. You are prosperous. Your ancestors want and need you to know that. You are worthy and deserving of all wealth, all safety, all security. And it is safe for you to feel safe. It is safe for you to be safe. It is safe for you not to worry about any bill or debt. It is safe for you to have abundance. And it is safe for you to have overflow. Type into the comments, it is safe for me to have abundance. It is safe for me to have overflow. It is safe for me to have wealth. It is safe for me to have riches. It is safe for me to have prosperity. It is safe for me to have money. It is safe for me to have what? Money. It is safe for you to have money. It's just mangoes. <laughs> and that's a good way if you, uh, tomorrow, if you're stressed out about bills or whatever, I want you to, let's let's just get in the habit of just saying that to ourselves. I want you to think of my grandfather and say, it's just mangoes. It's just mangoes. Oh, if I need more mangoes, could I go get more mangoes? Yeah. Can I manifest more mangoes? Yeah. It's just mangoes. Oh, how beautiful. How beautiful, how beautiful, how beautiful. Okay. Number six thing that our ancestors wanted us to know. Got two more. Number six is, or wait, did I leave out one? Okay, no, no, no. Number six is the sacredness of rituals. 
So rituals are so important. Rituals are the habits that we use to be in concert with the divine. So the power of rituals are really important, really, really important. As you know, I wrote a whole book about rituals um, because rituals are the relationship that we have with the divine, okay? The sacredness of rituals. And number seven, last but not least, is what we are doing right here, the power of community and our interconnectedness. It's just mangoes. <laughs> and we come together to share these mangoes in the form of wisdom every Sunday, live at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm so glad that you are here. Our community, our interconnectedness is sacred, is so sacred. And I'm honored that you allow me to be a part of your community. That is, those are the seven secrets of our ancestors. Are you receiving that today? Yes, it's just mangoes. It's just mangoes. Are you receiving that today, my beautiful family? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my goodness. Go forward. Have a beautiful week. The groundhog didn't see his shadow for us uh, folks in the northern part of North America and Europe, which means that we're supposed to have an early spring. So go on, Groundhog. <laughs> and I will see my Manifest Your Magic Moon Circle peoples for the new moon in a couple days. Bye. Yay. <laughs>